Hi, and welcome back to Showing Up Whole, the place where we discuss balance in mind, body, heart, and spirit in every aspect of our lives. Today, I want to give you a little bit of my take on the workings of the universe, the different astrological events that happen, our current eclipse season, and different things like Mercury, Mercury retrograde and how these things can serve you and how they show up in your life. Hi, and welcome back. You know, it's always, it was always that thing growing up, wasn't it? That conversation of what's your sign? <laughs> All those, those things that raised an eyebrow and, and felt like a, um, a rather side, side of spirituality that wasn't necessarily taken as seriously as, as it necessarily could be. Uh, I I was never one for really diving into star signs or following my horoscope, um, and I was never really one for really taking the the different astrological events as seriously as potentially I do now. Now, at the same time, over the last ten fifteen years, I will say that I kept experiencing different emotional, mental, energetic experiences which always aligned to the various events that then people would be talking about. And I would see things about, you know, my tech breaking down just when Mercury retrograde was hitting. And it just started to piece together that maybe there was more to these different things than, than I was giving credit to. And so over the last 10 years, I truly have dived into looking at my own inner beliefs about what the acts of the cosmos really does mean to me, as well as what they signify and how they truly do influence our lives. I will say this, in my mind, all of these things from Mercury retrograde to eclipse season to different events, astrological events or different um, different celestial events, as it were, uh, they... To me, I like to see them like the weather. And I always tell this to my clients. I like to see them as the weather. I like to be aware of these things, of what's going on. And then I like to prepare for them. So just like I don't take my sunglasses out when it's forecast to rain. And I also don't take an umbrella out on a winter storm. I prepare for how I would go out in any weather. So too, I like to be aware of what's happening energetically in my environment, because it always seems to either hindrance or support my life experience. So I'm bringing this up because currently we are in a bit of an energetic storm. Right now, there are a lot of solar flares that people are talking about. In fact, my 12-year-old son told me a couple of weeks ago, like, oh my goodness, mom, the solar flares, they're really, they're shooting out all over the place. And then there is the current eclipse and we just had the new moon and the energy is rife for the shedding of old patterns and the birth of new life force. It is, we also just celebrated Beltane, if you observe that. We just had May Day here in the UK. There is this energy of a shift in life force, in the sense of a rebirth. And 
it's my belief that if we actually acknowledge this energy, then we can actually ride a wave of energy that there to support us. And at the same time too, if we collectively ride that energy, then we collectively can create a new life energy force. And we can ride that wave together, which will build momentum. And if there's anything we've all learned over the last like a couple of years, we need that new momentum. We need that new understanding and that deeper perspective. We need that inner knowing and to be able to listen to our hearts. So like, what does eclipse season mean? And I'm going to say, I am not incredibly well-versed in this. And I think we will be having some guests on here that will actually be able to dive into this a little bit more with definitely something that we're looking into. But I will say my own personal experiences. So eclipse season for me and from all that I know so far is that it's really a time of new birth. It's a time of releasing those old stagnant patterns. It's a time of aligning to your greatest version of yourself, which is the newest version of yourself. So you have had all of this life experience. And with that, there is a new version of you. There's an up level. There's an upgraded version of you, this higher version of yourself. And you are leaning into that. And it's vitally important to invite that in. And if things feel stagnant somewhere, then ask yourself how you can let that go and how you can shift it to allow new life force to flow through that. It's amazing how many stories I've heard over this last week of people who are coming to me saying, oh, that's so strange. I, I lost this, this job opportunity or um, someone that I've been working with for a long period of time has just decided to quit or, oh, I, I was really working in this part of my life and suddenly it just doesn't seem to work anymore. I'm just supposed to focus on this. And other people are coming up with brand new ideas and new interpretations of what they want to be diving into. I'm looking at my own self and how I am reformatting things and changing things around and how my work is creating new meaning in different directions. And it's an exciting time. Now, at the same time, some people might approach that with a, ooh, here we go. And it becomes this nerve wracking time if you don't know how to fully embrace your highest version and allow those things to that the, allow those things that need to be released to be released. So in eclipse season, in this time, it's important to keep grounded, to allow your energy to be anchored into the earth and to give yourself permission to relax, to give yourself permission to take the extra baths or the extra walks or to do extra journaling, to really lean into your best self and invite in that new version of you. You know, the, and when I say invite in, I mean invite in. I mean, you are allowed to write in your journal, okay, highest version of me, I'm ready to meet you. Or you're allowed to just say it to the sky of just saying, hey, you know what? I'm ready. Show me what that is. And it will bubble up in a feeling or in a deeper knowing or you might find that you're drawn to different things and suddenly it all just makes clearer sense. Now is the time to follow those pulls. 
And I mean, I could say that any time is time to follow those pulls, right? But when you actually get a nudge from something like an eclipse, I just say, why not take it? Why not take it? Mercury retrograde is coming up shortly. And um, it's interesting how that has created such a heavy negative connotation for so many people. I know so many people who weren't remotely, um, well, what I guess would call woo-minded. And they still go, oh, Mercury retrograde. Oh, no. For some reason, maybe it's thanks to Facebook. Mercury retrograde has become a term that... uh, ignites fear for many people. (laughs) And it seems like everybody kind of looks at their computers or any tech with a little bit of hesitation. But there's a brilliant side to any retrograde. And I read about this um, in Elizabeth Peru's work. And I will say that, you know, if you use a retrograde as a time, and for anyone who doesn't know, a retrograde is simply a time where if you're watching a planet, it looks like it's moving backwards. It's just a way, a a certain angle of how we see it. Um, But it's a time of introspection. It's a time of rather than the outer work, it's a time of doing the inner work. And doesn't that make sense? You know, like, a lot of the things are, you know, oh, you you look out for your technology during Mercury retrograde. You look for times of, um, you know, signing contracts or outward activities. Well, if you actually say, if you actually take the opportunity to train yourself to go, oh, it's Mercury retrograde. So therefore, uh, before I do these steps, I'm going to make sure that I'm really plugged into my spiritual source, that I tap into who I really am. And I make sure that I do the introspective work to make sure that I'm following through on my truest path. What a gift that becomes. What a beautiful opportunity to really check in with yourself and make sure that you're listening to your intuitive guidance at all times. If you actually would to practice that during a period of Mercury retrograde, then by the time Mercury retrograde had finished, you'd probably be in that habitual space that that neural pathway would have been established to create that inner flow moving forward. You know, over in my membership program, The Breathing Space, uh, we're, we're incredibly lucky to have a mentor coming in and offering our moon ceremonies once a month. So one month we do a new moon, next month we do a full moon, and it's a beautiful flow of celebrating the the lunar cycle. And it always enthralls me and excites me to, to just see how simple it can be to pause and invite in a shift into your experience like this. You know, it's like new moon a time of setting intention, a time of actually directing your focus to where you want to be and how you want to feel in that new space. I'm all about intention setting. Anyone who works with me knows that this is one of the things that I really celebrate the deepest, right? It's like setting an intention, charting your path, creating an inner flow that moves in a direction based on your focus and your action. So once a month, taking that time of that new moon to just say, what do I want to intend? And I love the idea of it just being simple, you know, from intending to 
exercise more or intending to, you know, not eat and eat after a certain time of night. But then also the the deeper intentions of intending to tune in to the version of yourself that you want to resonate with more. We're just going to pause for a short break. If you're feeling like you need some guidance and support through the current information overload you find online right now, if you're craving a deeper understanding of spirituality, how to navigate from a whole perspective and learn how to parent your children through these stressful times as your best self, I invite you to check out my website, spirituallyawareparenting.com. I'm Christina Fletcher, and as a self-development and spirituality coach for busy moms, I bring my 25 years of experience in the field of self-help and spiritual studies to each aspect of my work. As a trained energy healer, I can help you bridge what you learn to what you really know, allowing you to create those natural shifts within you. And I also clear out any trapped energy along the way. As a conscious parent coach, I can help you create authentic relationships and build in spiritual connection with your family. From my books that launched my career to coaching services, you'll also find information about my upcoming group program, Co-Parenting with the Universe, which is a six-month deep dive to take you from drained and scattered to free, connected, and in soul-led communication with your children. Come check me out at spirituallywearparenting.com and feel free to reach out at any time. And we're back. You know, there's such a wide scape of setting an intention. And they all count. And you get to actually just pick one once a month and just lean into it a little bit more. And then you get to celebrate it on the full moon and witness how that showed up for you through that period of time. You get to show deep appreciation and feel recharged under that full moon. You get to, you know, celebrate all of the manifestations that have come in through that. And it's, it's just a beautiful rhythm of life that I think we don't necessarily um, give ourselves permission to relish nowadays. You know, it's always interesting how easy it is to sit down at a desk and start turning on your computer and run the same steps over and over and over again. My family and I will often talk about how it's so interesting how our our we can be programmed into certain rhythms. And yet using the spiritual tools and spiritual ritual and spiritual practices that we have at our fingertips that are being offered to us at every single moment of the day and through various periods of time through nature, it's, it's an enhancing experience. It's something that enriches your life. And it sparks a deeper part of you to, um, to connection to that magical force that we all live in. It's pretty incredible how easy it is to forget your divine nature. It's fascinating to witness how every single one of us can forget to observe life as a magical being. You know, you are a spiritual being having this physical experience. You have stardust in yourselves. You are created from love and light and magic. And you or your focus, your intention, your 
heart connection, all of that can transform matter. It can transform the world around you. And so often we can get stuck into the patterns of just falling into the everyday. And we observe life on that upper level where, you know, it's it's just the, the physical level of eating, drinking, walking, doing those physical human actions. And it puts a damper on the power of your mind and on your heart and on your spiritual energy. It literally creates a, a dam up against all of the energy flow that's flowing. And it just means that we can live life on the surface. You know, it can just be a question of living on one layer. And it's not until you deep dive past that layer and you allow life to be sprinkled with spiritual energy that you allow it to rise up and delight you. When you allow it to show you life through new eyes, that doesn't necessarily have to be, well, it doesn't have to be in any specific way, right? Like it doesn't have to be um, by observing a full moon. If that doesn't connect with you, don't connect to it. It, it. It's absolutely not a problem. This is your life experience. Perhaps it's actually just walking out in the woods or perhaps it's lying under the hot sun. Perhaps it is whenever you see a feather lying on the ground or perhaps I know I have a few clients who actually have connected to a certain type of bird, like a, a red cardinal or a robin, or and every single time they see it, they see it as a blessing, or they see it as a message from a loved one who has passed, or they see it as there is so many different ways you are allowed to focus in your energy and your perception and your belief. And the more you choose what you believe and how you want to live your life, the more you direct your attention to those beliefs and then look for evidence of them, the more they will show up. It's, and isn't that the whole point? Isn't the point to make decisions about what you want to believe and in fact, believe the things that delight you the most? Because just like believing in eclipse season, what do you have to lose? What do you have to lose in leaning into believing that a white feather is a divine message or that something like every time you see 1111 on the clock or on your phone or even on a receipt, that it's your spirit team giving you a nudge saying that you are loved? What do you have to lose? How does it what, what does it imply about you if you invite in magical messages or if you invite in support or um, an energetic shift to help you up-level into your life? It's fascinating, isn't it? How, you know, like I said at the beginning of this, this podcast, you know, you can listen to something that's like, oh, yes, what's your sign? And everybody, you know, 
hey, this was like dating in the 90s, right? This was always kind of that roll your eyes. Oh my goodness, did they really just ask that? But then you go, well, what is actually, what What are you losing out on? What's the risk? If you actually look at those things that go, oh, that's actually kind of an interesting question. Um, what do you risk losing within yourself and within your 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 conditioning of your life if you actually embrace the different spiritual shifts or different spiritual perspectives that you can take on and can they delight you can they make you smile can they make you feel relief can they make you feel relaxed can they make you feel joy can they make you feel like you are in deep connection to your divine source? Because if that's what you can lean into in all of those things, then you have to ask yourself, why not? And if you already are, then take this time to also celebrate that a little bit more. And again, re-examine, re-reflect. It's the eclipse season. Allow things to bubble up. I have literally had energy sessions this week where the energy was just bubbling off of people. The, the old energy of the past was just flowing off of them and just flowing off into the universe. And the new energy life force was just flowing right in. And you could literally feel it in this session. And the other morning I was lying in bed and I was just like, I was literally felt like I was just pinned down and I just felt all of this energy just rising off of me, flowing off, just giving me a massive reset. And it just felt so uh, rejuvenating to rest into that and to lean into that and to allow that shift to take place. So what does that look like for you? How, how can you lean into this this sense that you are a magical and spiritual energetic being and you're being called to show up whole, to show up with all parts of yourself, including this magical and delightful energy flow. It's a powerful time. It really, really is. And I'm excited to be here in it with you, and I'm excited to see what we can create in this time. What happens when we actually fully align to the energy of who we each are? What happens when we let go of the parts that no longer feel like they serve? What does stepping into that really look like? I actually would love to know your answers and how your thoughts are on this. Um, so by all means, feel free to email me over at Christina at spirituallywareparenting.com. Um, come over to my Facebook group. All the links are in the comments or just comment on the podcast. And uh, let me know because there is this beautiful juxtaposition where we are being asked to align individually and then connect collectively. And I do believe that with that intention, that great things can happen. So sending you all my love, light, and blessings. Have a beautiful eclipse season. And take care.